Okay. Um, I just wanted to go over some of the um, instructions that PT has given us. But I'll start off with the scripture that I gave you on Sunday as we were closing service, our cinema service. Um, so I want us to quickly go into that, go run over the instructions, and then I'll let you go on with your day. So Matthew chapter 25. Um, Paris, you'll be my Bible reader. Why are you looking at me like that? Matthew chapter 25. We'll read from verse 14. Okay, so you need it on screen, that's why. Huh? Pardon? Okay, cool. Matthew chapter 25. We'll read from verse 14. Let me give you this and one other scripture very quickly. And then we'll run over the instructions and where we're going as the COD family. Once you're there, you can read from verse 14. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. Yeah. To one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another one bag, each according to his ability. Yeah. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received then five... Then he went on his journey. He gave... And this is the, uh, as I woke up this morning, I was asking, okay, so what am I going to share with you? But I felt in my heart that I had to share this once again um, because it's important. If you read from verse 14, it says, again, it will be. What was he speaking of? What was he trying to illustrate to the whole disciples or followers that were following Jesus at that time? He was trying to illustrate the reward system of the kingdom. What he was trying to make known to the, to the disciples and to all that were following him was the operations of the kingdom, how it works. He says, again, it will be like a man who goes on a journey and who called his servants and entrusted. He entrusted his wealth to them. I want you to take note of that. He entrusted what? His wealth. And what does the next verse say? Verse 15. To one he gave five bags of gold. And now he, beca he began to allocate this finance, this wealth, this grace, this power to each servant. I want you to take note that, note in this story that there was three servants. Yeah. To the first he gave ba five bags of gold to another two bags, and to another one bag. But why did he give it like that? Go on. Each according to his ability. It was each according to his ability. COD, are you with me, yeah? It was each according. So what we learn from this parable, when God wants to make known his operations to us, how does the kingdom run? He says that there's not something I will give you if you did not have the ability. This is what I was sitting up reading this morning. That I, This is God and this is Christ illustrating and making known to the people who at this time were not yet enlightened fully. He was making known to them that if anything has been given to you, it has been given to you because God first recognized your ability. Um, Deuteronomy 8 
do not forget what it says there. It says, but remember the Lord your God. For it is he who gives you what? Ability to make wealth. In other words, to make something happen. He gives you the ability. So when each family begins to say or each house begins to say that this is our target, the fact that it's even been conceived in your, in your mind and spoken or confessed through your mouth is because God has given you that allotment. But he does not give what he has not first given ability to do something with. I, I, I'm speaking not from the position of hopeful talk. But I'm speaking as evidence. I'm giving you, I'm speaking out of experience. I have borne, I have seen, I bear witness to what this word is saying. That there's nothing that will be given. So in your heart you could have said there's something that's been given to you. And I don't want to say a dream and aspirations, but there's a vision that God has given you. There's a target that God has given you. It would not have been given if you did not first have the ability to make something of it. Again, verse 15 says to us, to one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags of gold, to another one bag each according to his ability. So the scripture, again, that God, if you're there actually, do you have that scripture, Deuteronomy? Yeah, let's just read it so that we can see how it's said. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord. What your verse God. are you reading from? Verse 11. Read from verse 18. It's just because I want to shorten time as much as possible. But remember the Lord your God. He says, but in all things. In fact, maybe we should start with the verse before so we can understand the but. Go on. You may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. Yeah. But remember the Lord your God. But he says, even though you think it's your power, remember the Lord. Remember the source. Remember where this comes from. He says, remember the Lord your God. Yeah. For it is he who gives you the ability to produce For wealth. it is not you. It is he. Why do we remember the Lord? Why? And I was saying this to the fortress, to the headquarters. I was saying that your day must begin with word. It is you recognizing the Lord. You recognize that the wisdom that you will share during the course of the day comes from God. You will understand that if a business will work and you will make the right trade, you will do the right things in your business, it's because you remembered the Lord. He says, but remember the Lord for it is he who gives us the ability who gives you the ability right read it again for me who gives you the ability to produce wealth you will not have any producing power if it had not been for god and if it had not been more importantly for your remembrance of him why is that key because as you begin to grow in this life as things begin to be added to you it is easy to think that the reason why you have is because finally you have a business it is not so the reason why you have is because god commanded the ravens to feed you it is because god told the woman commanded the woman to feed you even with her last so he says to us that but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. And so in this confirms his covenant. Let's go back to Matthew chapter 25. So we see the free people that God gave an allotment to. The Bible says that he gave to one. 
he gave five bags of gold. This is verse 15. To another, two bags. And to another, one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. Let's carry on reading, though. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and, gave and gained five bags more. You so know what I want you to take from that? Because remember that I spoke to you that it, it, it is now clear, COD, and I need you to hear this. It is now clear when I can go back into my room and think by myself and I think, God, how did I get into a place where there's a lot of people rallied to me? I realized that it was something, it was, and this is why somebody cannot, you know, uh, le let me actually say this. There is nobody that can compare themselves with another person and out of doing so, belittle themselves. There's nobody. Because there's something that God has given to you that another person don't have, but you will then complete each other. So there is something that Nana has that a pastor Obi don't have. But as I embrace her, I actually have it. And whatever she's lacking that I have, she also has it. There's nothing that a priest can say that she don't have because Pastor Indidi has it. We are completed with our unity. So, you know, what I want you to take note with this scripture, it says, the man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five bags more. What I want you to take note of, or the thought I want to share with you from that verse is, what's your attitude with what God has given you? Your attitude, your, your response to what God has said to you because the man that came with gain, the man that had been given five bags of gold and came back with a profit of five more was a man that when he heard or when he received, I hope you will hear me, when he heard or when he received what was given to him by his master, the Bible says he went at once. He responded straight away. It was his first action. It was his first call to action. He went at once and put his money to work. It was his attitude that caused him to receive or to have profit. This is important because we had to realize now that in the COD family, again, when I'm reviewing, when I'm thinking, how have we grown to this place. I've told you before that one of my main scriptures is Isaiah 51. When God says, look to your father, look to the rock from which you were hewn. He says, when I called Abraham, he was only but one. But when I blessed him, he became many. So we don't have numbers because it was just chance that gave us numbers. We, we, are not, we do not have or PT does not look at the COD family and say COD is the biggest family of all the nation family houses. He does not say that or that is not the case because of chance or luck. Sorry, That is only because God has given us that allotment. You know, it's only at the core, at the point of core where you realize that what you are surrounded with, that you saw as being nothing was everything you needed. I needed to remind you this morning of when PT said to us, it wasn't until God called Noah and said to Noah, you should build for me an ark. This ark will preserve you and your family and the animals for a new generation. 
But look at this. Noah, before the call, would not realize or would not think that his living amongst many trees was of anything beneficial. Did you hear what I've said to you? He would not have thought that living amongst many trees will be of benefit. Imagine if he was looking into his world and he was thinking, I don't have as much in my pocket as others. What was needed and what was going to increase his value was something that was already around him, but it would take core. It would take God's word, revelation, to open up his eyes to what was around him. So when a pastor Ben is rallied around, or many people rallied around him in terms of the house of influence, he may think, in quote, I know he won't think this, but using him as an example, he may think he don't have enough money to be able to achieve something, but God gave him according to his ability. It's at the point of call that he will realize that an iman alakon is everything he needed. It's at that point he will realize that uh, 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 ayokunimi is everything he needed. I'm trying to say to you that, again, God will not give you anything. House of Exchange, God will not give you anything if he had not given you ability first. And what he does with us this afternoon or this morning is that he calls us back into the place of understanding that he has given us ability. If not, he will not have given us the gift. It says, each to his own ability, but he says, then he went on his journey. Verse 16, the man who had received five bags of gold went at once. So what we have to re-examine in ourselves is the attitude or the response we have to the word we hear. Because that's the greatest gift that God can give. His word. Why do we give? So that we can receive a word. When you give to your man of God, you're not looking for material from him. You're looking for what makes a man. The word, spiritual material that builds a family up, that builds an individual up. That's what we look for. Every time at the end of the month or whenever when we give, we are looking for spiritual return. And it is in that that we grow powerful. The man who had received five bags, I can't move from it, but the man who had received five bags of gold went at once. So this morning I read this scripture and I didn't see it like this on Sunday, but I read this scripture thinking to myself, your attitude now to what you've heard. Your attitude now to what you've done. It's what's going to bring you. And I will show you why I'm emphasizing on attitude. Because it had to be free men that Christ used as an example. Because he says, whatever, he says it takes two or three to establish as a witness, to establish a testimony. So God had to show us that this is not a fluke. So yes, the first man, five bags of gold, but with his attitude of going at once, he put his money to work and gained five bags more. Verse 17, read for me. So also, the one with two bags of gold gained two more. So also, the one with two bags of gold gained two more. It says so also, meaning like the first. So he carried the same attitude. This man carried the same attitude as the first one. But look at the third man, verse 18. But the man who had received one bag went off, 
dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. Yeah, so he went off. But look at what he did. He dug a hole and he hid it. I'm going to take you to a different translation in a moment, but carry on reading. Verse 19, what does it say? After a long time. Is this on? Okay, speak a bit more, please. After a long time. That's better. The master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. Yeah. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. What did he say? Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. You entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. This is where I was speaking to you or commissioning and quote us on Sunday that God gave us numbers. It is more than just us playing. It was God's gift to us. And when I say us, you would think I'm saying it's God's gift to me. No, I am a gift. I am a gift to Nana as much as Nana is a gift to me. So Nana, in whatever she's doing, she's not by herself. God has given her the whole luxury wealth of COD. Now, the question that God is saying to us is us recognizing that this is God's gift more than our work. Remember what we read from Deuteronomy, that you will begin. We read from verse 17, and it was saying that in case you are to say to yourself that it was by your own hands, that you produce this wealth for yourself. It says, remember the Lord, for it's actually him. So, Pastor Obi doesn't have a COD family of many numbers and of great people because he's brilliant. It was not my hard work. It was not my hands. You know, some people, and I've seen the messages and I appreciate it. People say, it's your heart. I, I get it, but it's not even me. It is the God who works in and through me. It is God that's given this to us. So again, Pastor Indidi knows that she has more than helpers house at her beckon and call. Do you understand? She has the whole of COD. Pastor Ben knows it is more than the house of influence. He has the whole COD. I hope you're getting me this morning. You have this all. So now God says, but you see, you must be able to come with all of this. So when we come with this understanding, we realize that now what God is expecting on his return is for COD to say, God, you have given us what? 200 people. But this is our gain and our gain is according to what we put to work. You know, I don't want to confuse you with this, but you see, if I'm putting a Nana to work, what am I doing with Nana? I'm putting her through the process of becoming who she's ever, what she's always meant to be. Remember when PT taught us that when he says work the ground, it may, it, or when he says um, man should work, it was telling man to become. The work of man is becoming. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you, COD? So look, as I grow in value, more people will, that's, as I grow in value, sorry, that's me being put to work. That's me becoming. And what will happen? Inevitably, there will be gain. Again, I have to repeat this because I think it was a good question and I think it was an important answer. I think when it was Grace or Anna, one of the two, I always forget, when they asked me if your friends outside are doomed. And I said, in my immature days, I would say they're doomed. But I realized from pattern of scripture that those that God has chosen to save out of them, they are only waiting for me to grow and enter my core. 
then God in his own wisdom creates situations where initially they may not be looking for me. But wherever they find solution, they will find me at the head of the solution. Remember the story of Joseph. This is what I want you to understand. That as you increase in value, there are people waiting for you. When the Bible says that all creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. That's a maturity of a man, a woman. They are waiting for the manifestation of the son. But so that I don't go all over the place. So the Bible says that this is what God or Christ begins to say to us that God is actually waiting for. With what I've given you, COD, with what I've given you, Pastor Obi, with what I've given you, Pastor Ben, or Pastor Indidi, or Pastor Dami, or every single one of us, what have you done with it? Would you be found faithful? Would you be found good? Would you be found with profit? So when Pastor Toby begins to say that he needs soul winners, in each house, and when you begin to pledge, I asked Pastor, um, Pastor Tomwa this morning to give me the figures of all the numbers of us, all the numbers we have pledged, and we have pledged to bring about 176 new souls. What you, are un what you are doing at that moment, and why I'm charging you through the word, is so that you know that what you are showing, what you're trying to prove yourself to God as, is as a good and faithful servant. But let's finish this, verse 21. His master replied, yeah. well done, good and faithful servant. Good and faithful servant, yeah? You have been faithful with a few things. And because of this? I will put you in charge of many things. So imagine what you are doing is what's going to give you the right to what God really wants to put you over. When we say a COD that we understand now that this numbers is more than um, play, even though it includes it. I, listen, please. There's no seriousness. I, I had the opportunity to speak to PT yesterday. And more and more, the more I speak to him, I understand more how it is who you are that's going to bring profit. Religion will tell you you have to go and become someone that isolates themselves from the world. Look, consecration does not mean that you're not physically near. Christ was consecrated before God. Yet he sat with sinners. He had to be somebody that everyone can still come to without being them. Do you understand that? But anyway, he says, his master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share in your master's happiness. So we as this family, we know our numbers is to gain more numbers. Simple. Yes, some people will say that's not important, but for us, that's our core. So you would see, without fail, whenever PT is speaking about great numbers being added to the nation or coming to, it has to be through COD. That's him trying to tell us our core. So when we've said we've pledged every one individual, your, the question that you have to ask yourself or the question that the Holy Spirit begins to ask us this morning is what our response to this word will be. When you've pledged two souls, three souls, five souls, however many souls, what is your response going to be? Are you going to be like the man with five who at once went and put his money to work, put you to work? You're saying that I have two or three people from now, I'm just going to begin to speak to them. I'm going to build friendship to a place that I feel that I can actually call them to something that I am doing. 
The Bible says, after a long time, the master of those returned. You know, in verse, go to verse 22, sorry. The man with two bags, gone. Also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. The same servant. response, 24. The man, the man who had received one bag then of the gold. Man. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said. I knew that you are a hard man. I knew that you are a hard man. You know, I spoke to you actually from this script. I spoke to you, I believe it was the prophet gained by love. The ma then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man. I want you to pay attention to his response. I knew that you are a hard man. Go on. Harvesting where you have not sown. Go on. And gathering where you have not scattered seed. So what? I was afraid. He was afraid. So what? I was afraid. You know, it is actually fear that stops you from discovering who you are. It is actually fear when you embrace it. So there's someone that feels that they don't have anything in their pocket right now. Let's just use that as an example and think. They become fearful that they cannot have or they do not have. The issue is the way you think is who you become. The way you think, as a man thinks, so he is. So I was afraid and went out, but instead of going to put it to work, I hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. Now look at the response of the master. Go on. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown yeah. and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has 10 bags. Praise God, because that's what's going to happen to us. Did you hear that? It will be given to us who have 10 bags. You will never, let me say this to you, COD, you will never be the one from this moment that will hide what God has given to you. But you will put it to work, knowing that by the time of his return, you will have the perfect prophet. Carry on reading, go on. For whoever has, for, for whoever has will be given more, and they will have an, ab an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. Mm. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Let's start from verse 14 again, but in the message. In the message, and then I'll, I'll give you some instructions or remind you of some instructions, and then we, we go back to our day. It's also like a man going off an extended trip. He called his servants together and delegated responsibilities. Yeah. To one he gave $5,000, to another 2000 to a third one 1000 You know what's brilliant? So it's money that's allocated, but it says it's delegated responsibilities. He gave them responsibilities. Now, to one, he gave $5,000, to another 2000 to a third 1000 depending on their abilities. Again, my, the point I need to reiterate is that God will not give you what he has not first given you the ability for. Then he left right off. Go the on. The first servant went to work and doubled his master's investment. 
The second did the same. But the man with the single thousand dug a hole and carefully buried the master's money, his master's money. After a long absence, the master of those three servants came back and settled up with them. The one given $5,000 showed him how he had doubled his investment. His master commended him. Good work. You did your job well. From now on, be my partner. The servant with the 2,000 showed how he had also doubled his the master's investment. The same thing, investment. verse 24. The servant given 1,000 said, Master, I know you have high standards and hate careless ways. Master, I know you have high standards and hate careless ways. Imagine, remember that the Bible says, but the man with the single thousand dug a hole. Don't move it. The, the man with, a, with the single thousand dug a hole and carefully. He was trying to be careful, but he was really careless. Master, I know you have high standards and hate careless ways. Go on. That you demand the best and make no allowances for error. He knew all of these things. But look at what he did. I was afraid I might disappoint you. If so you have it in your heart that you're afraid you might disappoint, it's going to make you disappoint. What's the response that got... So let me be honest with you. Sometimes people are afraid, for example, to ev evangelize because they think it will fail. For example, people are scared to attempt a certain target because they think it will fail. They feel like they might disappoint. But the problem is... The issue is not for you to think or to be afraid or that you might disappoint. What you need to do is just go and put it to work. Imagine me saying that we need to bring X amount. And at the time when I'm saying we need to bring X amount, my mind is already telling me how would you ever do that? It's not possible. But I realize the only thing that will bring that into possibility is in me putting it to work. So let me say this. You could have started, yeah, in a house where there's been no targets. But because of what we believe that this season in the nation has given to each family, you can now say as a household, as helpers um, house, you can now say this is our target, X amount. It is your working towards it that will make it happen. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? It's not what you feel before you do it. It's your working of it that will make it happen. He says that I was afraid I might disappoint you. So what did he fail to do? Put it to work. He hid what he knew he was meant to do. There were targets that we knew that we were meant to hit, but we hid it because of, because of the fear of disappointing. So I found a good hiding place and secured your money. Here it is, safe and sound to the last cent. Now look at the master's response. The master was furious. That's a terrible way to live. I love the way it says it in the, in the message. That's a terrible way to live. A fearful life. The fear of not pleasing another person. I remember the day that PT said, and look, you may never know this, yeah, but I knew that word was for me. He said it one day, he's like, there's nothing you can do to please me. It will be completely impossible or difficult to please me. The only way to please, and he said because it is God in him. He said the only way to please him is through faith. 
Remember, it says, for without faith, it is impossible to please God. So what what actually pleases God is when Anana says to herself, I don't know why I'm there saying you, but when Anana says to her that, look, I want to be a 5K giver, for example, and she begins to put it to work because remember, faith without works are dead. So the moment she begins to put that faith to work, she's already pleased God. With time now, she will bring that profit she was bringing, that she was believing that she could bring. So I believe as the COD family, and I, uh, maybe we'll finish this first before I get to that. That's a terrible way to live. It's criminal to live cautiously. I love this. It's criminal. Not against the world system. It's criminal against God, against the kingdom. To live cautiously. So yes, we can give everything and have nothing in our hands right now. But we know we have everything. Why? Because we have received a declaration. We have received a word. Now faith says, go back to your team and say, now it's fighting. Let's go and hit this. And it will be done. It says it's criminal against the kingdom of God to live cautiously like that. If you knew I was after the best, why did you do less than the least? Go on. The least you could have done would have been to invest the sum with the bankers. In other words, there's always a way for multiplication around you. We didn't know that there were bankers at the beginning of this story. Meaning that there were people he could, he could use to multiply what he had. No, so even if I don't feel I'm good, when I offer my services to somebody else, it can help them. It can bring about the profit. What I'm trying to say is that there are no room for excuses, COD. There are no room at all. There will be interest wherever. There's profit wherever. It's just about you not hiding what you have. So Otomo has to be able to believe that there's something she has that is worth adding to this family. And she must not hide it out of fear. She must not hide it because whatever was given to any of us, ability was first given. We can produce something out of what was given to us. So it is a criminal. I, I want you guys to remind yourself, remind your neighbors, remind your household. It is criminal to live cautiously. It is criminal. Criminal to God's system. Criminal to the system of faith that God wants to establish in and through us. It says it's a terrible way to live. What must you do? Whatever you have in front of you, no matter how small it is, put it to work. So if all someone would say COD has is numbers, our numbers, however it's right to say, what we have to say to ourselves is that you see those numbers, we're going to put those numbers to work. So when you say, when you've pledged, the reason why it's put into the chat is so that it's a witness. And my prayer is that God will help you. God will give you wisdom. God will give you counsel. God will open each, I'm praying for the whole COD family now. God will give each and every one of us light. In his light, we will now see. And you will begin to fulfill your pledges. You will never be able to come to God and say it was a mistake. You will do your pledges and more. 
because God is shining his light over this family. Are you here with me? So PT has given us this instruction. And what I've said to you as I was closing the service on Sunday is that we need to now begin to say to ourselves that we're willing to really push the barriers. What I want COD to do all the time from today, yeah? And listen to me, we have that power now. It's whatever barrier we see, we're just going to push against it. There is no house that cannot meet their target. I don't care if you've never hit a target before. From this day forward, you meet all your targets. You push, you sit as a team. You understand and you begin to pray. Look, for me, let me tell you the structure. If there's a target that we say we want to meet, meet by the end of the month, I will sit with the household, pray the first day, look into scripture the first day. Then from the second day, begin to brainstorm. Sit down and put things to work. Put things to work and you would see God will prosper this house. That's the word of our father for COD. He says that this house will prosper. So there's no, there's no, there's, there's not even a space for doubt here. No spaces for doubt. So what I want us to do is that I think we're going to create a way to create a ghost program or gross, a ghost event, meaning that we will set up an event, Brian, and all of these things or something. But what I want you to first do is begin to engage with the people that you're saying you're going to bring to service. Whether that's people you already know or people that you're going to go out and look for. And what I want us to really push is that PT is looking for center cinemas, but I want us to get to a place where we can say we have today's Pastor Toby, we have two, three centers running at the same time. It's something we can do. If we, it's something that will cause more people's more people in the family to have to work because when we're in one building, there's only so many people that can really give uh, offer their services. But when we're in more buildings, it's going to be more people are thinking, I don't want it to be us that has the least people. Then there'll be more need for more people to come and put to work. Do you understand that? And it will still be COD. We're not fighting each other. But it's us now saying that we are multiplying. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? So I want us to really take those souls drive um, um, really important. I want it to be one of the first things. Again, it's the attitude with what you've been given. Will you be the person that immediately goes and puts to work? Or are you going to be the one that will go and then think to themselves, I might disappoint and then chooses to hide. And don't hide. Another instruction that PT gave us, and I want the media team to help us with this, is to take snippets of Sunday's service. And I want you to post it everywhere. It doesn't have to be long. It can be 10 seconds of the most inspiring part. You know, let me tell you something. You know, when we do events, it's not every event that I'm going to speak in, you know. I've been thinking that there will be events that the media team will just come and put together some of the best words we've heard PT speak. You know the words, I don't want to say motivation, but the word that awakens a person to know that there's more in them, like Sunday's word. And we'll play it. So we will have a whole program and then play that snippet, knowing that that's how we're going to win souls. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? So I want us to get into that thing. The media team's going to help us throughout the week. It's our golden week, right? 
And you, I can't even say everything here. But it's amazing when you sit down and God begins to tell you how this had to be now because it's time it's timely with what we're going with what he's speaking in this season you know i ask someone yeah if you know it in a birthday year what would you call um is it the golden year 50 right 50 is your golden year you know these are things that you don't even think of but God in his own wisdom begins to put certain things in place. Forget what that means. I'm just saying something to a few people. But with that, anyway, our pledges of souls, our pledges of seed. I want us to meet it. You, you heard me, right? Our pledges of seed. I want you to know that God has given you the ability. So in your house, from your leader down to the last person, let there be nobody that speaks the word of doubt. It's only we can do it. It's only because of what God has said, we can do this. Another thing I want you to remember that Peter's instruction was, was our prayer lines. So in your houses, give room for prayer. And your prayers that God entrusts us with more souls. The Bible says that the harvest is plentiful, yet the workers are few. As an instruction or as a response, he says, pray to the Lord of the, of the harvest that he will send out workers. What we saw in that scripture is that God owns these people that are harassed and helpless. So we can pray prayers like we used to pray in the revival seasons. You know, when we pray that God will pour out the spirit of, um, of, of prayer and supplication, of grace and supplications, that they will look unto him as one that is pierced as a father looks onto his son. What we're praying for, and look, listen, I don't want you to pray only and work nothing. Again, it's just certain standards you pray a few times throughout the week. And I know we have a certain team that will be praying continuously, but everyone should pray that prayer. God, give me people. I believe that's the greatest gift that God can give. I think that's why God says that children are a heritage from the Lord, a reward from God. So as you begin to pray, as we begin to sow, as we begin to take in the word, retain it, and then speak it back into our world, God will increase us in all of these things. Yes, and Natalie, pray that prayer. And when you pray it, so for me, I'll tell the team, we pray 15, 20, 30 minutes, however long. Some days it can be hours, but we pray that prayer and then we go straight to work. And you will see, guys, look, I guarantee you by this time next year, you'll be so shocked what we've grown into. That's the time. I, I was actually meant to say this, and I thank God that he reminded me of this. It's a time that now, by reason of the word that we have heard, by reason of the situations we are in, it's a time that we say that we are now reinventing ourselves. We use our situations and words to reinvent ourselves. So every house, from the exchange to prosperity to storehouse to a law house to influence to helpers house to the fortress and all the houses that are coming because there are more houses that are going to be added. To all the houses, each house will be strong. The power of God, the power of the Spirit will be strong over each and every house and we will meet every target. You can say to yourself that you'll be that wonder 
kid. And why I say wonder kid, you know, wonder kids here are usually kids that causes wonder. That's as simple as you can say it, yeah? Meaning that we don't expect a kid to do this. Then there are normal kids. This is what I expect a kid. When they call this the children's church or the church of kids, I don't want it to be kids that they expect. I want it to be kids that causes wonder. Do you understand what I'm saying? We must put, and I know when we push, we put every other family on their toes. Not as fighting them because they are brothers and sisters, but we help push the standard of the nation. Let's go forth from here. Are you hearing me? Another thing, the last thing I would say, I made sure I wrote these things. So I've, I've gone over the social media drive, right? I need all of us doing that throughout the day, throughout the week. Um, I've spoken about the souls speaking. So we can now, um, um, houses should target their souls together. Do you understand? Houses, house leaders should sit down with their team and say, okay, what's the numbers here? What are the numbers here? And every individual should take up their responsibility. Yeah? We've social media drive, souls, giving, um, um, the prayer line. But finally, and I was talking about the viewing centers, right? But finally, I want us to look to how we're going to create, accommodate new souls. And accommodating new souls is, um, for me, is the first thing is creating another group chat. Now, look at this. We have tried many times to have the soldiers group chat and the big group chat, and we've not been able to do it. But I want us to get to a place where we can. You know, Sunday service, there were people that I've seen constantly join us, but they've never been communicated with outside of a service. Now, we need to create a group chat whereby they can receive certain things, where they can, it's like they can be warmed up towards becoming soldiers. We have to create that space. Now, I know that's difficult because the question is, how do we keep all the group chats alive? But we have to figure out a way. So over the next few days, we're going to figure out a way to make it work, but I will need everyone's contribution. And yes, it may be just double work. It may be that we're projecting more. But if it's what's going to make someone that we've seen on the outskirts become a core member, it'll be worth it, right? I'll stop there. It's 12.30. I'll stop there. Are there any questions? Let me just ask again if there are no questions. Just write there are no questions. So we know each house fight with your leaders to meet targets. Do you understand? And look, if you don't, in court, whatever that means, meet targets, you keep pushing until you meet it. Meaning that there's no failure. Yeah? Soul targets. You say, as a house, this is the number of souls we are expecting to bring. And in case you're not connected to any house, still be responsible. And you know that you're connected to any house you want to be. Do you understand? There's no, um, like, there's no one that can say no to you. Do you understand? The Bible says that all that the, everyone that the Father has given me will come to me and I will by no means turn any of them away. No questions. Okay, brilliant. No questions. No questions. Okay, thank you for your time again. Once again, I'll say thank you for um, all the birthday wishes. You made it beautiful. Definitely made me feel loved. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm privileged and honored to be leading such a pow powerful family it's our time of reinvention 
everyone should say to themselves, look, this was me in the past. This is me now. Yeah? So don't look at any of your shortcomings. Don't live off it. Do you understand? It's in the past and it's called the past for a reason. Forget it and move forward. Now you say, this is me in terms of giving. This is the way I understand the word. This is the way I speak the word. This is, the, this is me in terms of business. This is me integrating with the world. What you're going to see me, and let me tell you what's going to happen. You're going to see absolutely every type of person gather around me. From the prostitute, but uh, okay, I shouldn't say it like that, but from the prostitute to whatever you want to say to the person that we say that this is not right, uh, whatever you think, whatever you want to say that is, um, this is not right to the businessman, to the entrepreneur, all kinds of people are going to be gathered. I want every kind of person. That's what I'm asking God for. The nations. I love you all. Enjoy your day, bye. Guys, bye guys.